Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, welcome to today's podcast where we're going to dive behind the scenes. I know I always like to go behind the scenes, give you insights, in-depth principles that are going to help you out in your network marketing business. So some of you know, because you've listened from the very beginning of the podcast, that I was a tennis guy. I was the tennis coach. I played tennis, taught tennis, ran a tennis club. Everything I did was tennis, 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 tennis. And a lot of the things that I learned came from that tennis world. And so I want to tell you today about how I built my tennis program and how that can apply to your network marketing business. And then I'm going to give you some exact examples of what happened to me in my network marketing business. So we'll give you some good ones, some things that you should absolutely use. We'll give you some bad examples But I know it's cliche, the fortune is in the follow-up. And it's kind of like sometimes we roll our eyes and we think, the fortune's in the follow-up, what does that, does that really work? What does that really mean? You just follow up. And literally, it's that simple. You just follow up. I think so many times we're so worried that we're going to get rejected and the answer is going to be no, that we don't even try. And I can't tell you how many times in my network marketing business that happened. I was approached 11 different times about network marketing. And there were a couple that I would have said yes, had the person followed up with me. In fact, one of the individuals is my friend and he was in network marketing for a good five or six years. And then he saw as I started having success in network marketing, he's like, why didn't you ever join me? And I said, actually, I was pretty close. If you would have just followed up, my man, I would have joined you. And he's like, I'm kicking myself. I can't believe I didn't know that. I can't believe I didn't follow up. So first lesson is, before I dive into some of these behind the scenes stories, is for all of you, you've got to make sure you follow up. And I know it sounds so simple. You got to figure out whatever system you have, whether you're using spreadsheet or phone, you're putting in your calendar or using an app, you've got to make sure that you're consistently always following up. And I know sometimes it's a balance of being persistent and not annoying. I get it. I know we don't want to be part of the NFL, the no friends left. The NFL could be the no friends league. I get it. I totally understand. I'm just telling you, if you're really that excited and you're that passionate, you're going to follow up. Think about this. If you had a thousand dollars and you couldn't tell your really good friend that if they only, only signed up, that's it, that they would receive a thousand dollars a month later. Now, of course, I know that that's not the case. For some people, actually, though, could be a lot more money. For some, it's less. For some people, it's they want to join because of the products. But I'm just saying, what would your persistence be? What would your passion be? It'd be through the roof, and your actions would match it. But when we don't follow up, it shows our lack of confidence, and it shows our lack of passion, our lack of interest in them, and then they just move on. So I remember just barely recently, I was deciding between, you know, I went and met with a doctor. I'm like, hey, I want to get tested on everything. I want to know, you know, where my vitamin D levels are, where, you know, just everything, right? Just from a nutritional standpoint. And I said, I'm meeting with a couple different doctors. And literally all I did is sat back because I got really busy. As you all know, I'm always traveling and stuff. And I just waited and I forgot about it real quick because I got busy. And there was only one doctor that followed up. 
And that one doctor that followed up is the doctor that I'm going to go with that I'll get tested with and see where all my nutritional levels are at. So again, these are just things that are common sense. My brother was just telling me literally two days ago, we we're all over here, families all over, my whole side of the family is over here. And my brother's telling me that he was deciding between two landscapers and one landscaper he thought was a little bit better for doing his entire front yard and backyard. But he said the other landscaper was the only one of the two that followed up. He said, I probably would have gone with the initial one. And he, and he told me this. He said, I probably should have. I'm not too happy with the landscaper we're using right now. But he said he never followed up with me. I could go on and on and on with everything. I, mean, I could go on with my wife, literally. There's no way that I would have been able to date my wife, right, and continue to date her if she wouldn't have followed up. Most of you have kids. You understand what I'm talking about? How many times do you feel like your kids just keep following up, following up, following up, and then... Sometimes you just relent and you say, yeah, you can have that whatever, candy, treats, desserts, don't judge me. I know I'm not a perfect parent. Whatever it is they're asking for, they want to go to their friend's house or they want to stay longer. The fortunes and the follow-up and everything and we forget it in network marketing. So back to the initial story I was going to tell and didn't yet is my tennis program. So when I started out with my tennis program, I was freaked out of my mind I was so scared to, you know, start teaching tennis and do something that was new. And so I started out with three or four students. And what I did is, is I reached out to their parents consistently every single time they missed a tennis lesson and said, hey, we missed your son or your daughter, you know, just want to make sure everything's okay. Then I would follow up with them every single time after their tennis lesson. No tennis coach does that. And I would let them know exactly what their kid was working on, where their progress was, and I started doing that consistently. Then I started following up and asking them if they knew anybody that would be interested in tennis lessons. My tennis program grew. This is when I was in my early 20s. I believe at that time I was probably 22 years old. My tennis program grew from five kids all the way to a total of 50 kids that first summer. I was the master of follow-up. Literally, that's all. I mean, think about how simple that is. How many times, and I, some of you are like, I don't know. I don't do tennis, right? But I'm telling you, as far as a coach goes, I don't know any tennis coach that reaches out after and lets them know how their son or daughter did. I still don't know of one. I don't know of one that's ever done that. And there's probably one or two out there. But that's what I did is I just kept following up. I followed up when, on everything. I followed up not just on the results. I followed up when they missed tennis lessons. I followed up when someone was referred and they were interested, but didn't say yes. I consistently followed up with them to see if it was the right time or if we could figure out a way to make it work. It was just follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. And I kept very, very detailed notes. My second year, I'm 23 years old. My tennis program, this is before I ran a tennis club. This is how I got to run a tennis club because I created enough leverage with running my own tennis program. My tennis program grew to 120 kids. So yeah, I had to have other people help coach and I'm running my own tennis program and I've got you know three and four other coaches that are helping and I'm paying them. And then I grew my tennis program to over 270 kids my third year. Yes, I had to scale up even more and have more tennis instructors. But again, the one thing that I did is I kept following up no matter how big my program grew. And eventually, that led me into what I thought at age 
24 was my dream job. I mean, put it in perspective, the average tennis instructor that's running a tennis club is probably about 50 years old. And I'm running a tennis club at 24 years old. I'm making six figures a year. I was barely making six figures. To me at that time, it was phenomenal money. Some of you are like, yeah, that wasn't that much. To others, you're like, that's a ton. It doesn't really matter. To me, that was so much money at that time at 24 years old. And I did it because it was all about the follow. So when you think about everything in your network marketing business, remember the life principles of it is true. The fortune is in the follow-up. And cliches are cliches for a reason because they're timeless principles. So in your business, challenge yourself in your network marketing business. How well are you following up? How detailed are you on the follow-up? And when somebody says no to you, when you get to that point where they say no, then at that point, you know, let's say, and I'm going to give you some more strategies on how to handle that in a future podcast and how to handle those. But my question is to you is, is are you scheduling a future follow-up with them? So if you've done everything and exhausted every single resource and idea, and they're still no, no matter what, at that point, I would schedule something for the future and just ask them, is it okay if I keep you posted on what's going on in my business? And, and I know things can change for you in your life. Don't worry, I'm not going to be one of those annoying people that pesters you. But hey, it's something I'm excited about and things may change for you. Are you cool if I keep you posted on some of the results and check in with you? And if I do that, you know, let's say maybe in three months or so and ask them that and then schedule it. And that's something or two months later. Again, the fortunes of follow-up. And if you do something simple like that, that'll help you out. So many of you know, hopefully you already have it. I, I'm curious how many of you have already read my free ebook. It's 45 minutes. That's how long it will take you to read it. But you're going to want to not just read it, you're going to want to study it. So go to www.robsperry.com and then forward slash blueprint. So robsperry.com and then forward slash blueprint. And that'll give you a free ebook on how to never run out of contacts, give you a bunch on recruiting. And hopefully you've already got my book, The Game of Networking. I spent seven years on that book. I don't know if that's impressive or just utterly embarrassing, but literally what I did is I just took all the principles for networking in general and then applied them to network marketing so that you can have that long-term vision and perspective on what to do for building your business as well as short-term ideas to help you to network to really build that business. So smash that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you haven't already, please, 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 I would be so grateful if you could go leave me a review. That is the best way to get exposure and get the word out with the podcast, share it with your teams. And as always, I appreciate you for tuning in.